Good day everyone, welcome to Coco Talks and I am so excited because this is the first episode for the year and before everything I need to apologize. <laughs> I'm so sorry that we could not do any um, episode for January because you know as men that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Yeah, and we know that this podcast is spirit inspired and it is not a thing of the flesh. So I thank you so much for listening and I thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much for not <laughs> getting tired of me. And I'm so glad that you are here. So I believe that you know that this particular episode is what we all actually all like to hear about. We'll be talking about love, talking about relationships because this is our generation. That's the only language <laughs> that we understand. And to the glory of God and by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, we'll be treating the um, topic somebody's son and we'll be looking at um, our anchor scripture, which is 2 Corinthians 6, verse 14. But before we go into details, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you because you are here and we thank you because lives will be ministered unto you. Return of glory to you in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask, oh God, that you start and end this journey with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, the anchor scripture is 2 Corinthians 6 verse 14. And the message version, I'll actually be reading the message version, which says that, Do not become partners with those who reject God. How can you make a partnership out of right and wrong? Do not become partners with those who reject God. How can you make partnership out of right and wrong? And you know, as believers, we are called apart by God. And because of this, we, whoever we settle down, whoever we get married to, whoever we have a relationship with is very important. Now, aside even the romantic aspect of it, even your friends, they are very important. Yeah, and you know, this can affect, and it can affect our lives in many ways, either the good way or the bad way and you know this episode is going to be treating that aspect of our lives and really because of the title somebody's son you know some people have an understanding that maybe we'll just be talking to ladies but no we are not talking to just females we are also talking to guys because the bible says in romans 8 verse 14 for as many that are led by the spirit of god these are the sons of god which means that as children of god whether male or female we are called sons and another scripture justifying that is galatians chapter 4 verse 6 and because you are sons god has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart crying out abba father there are many other scriptures to justify this as our spiritual identity in Christ. And this tells us that as believers, we are not just somebody's son, we are sons of God, which is our identity. Because yes, from the physical aspects of things, from the physical perspective of things, meeting somebody for the first time makes you question their identity, their family background, and it is safe that that person's identity or earthly identity per se is unknown when you first meet. But we are not looking at this physical aspect of things. We we as believers, whosoever we end up with, their identity should not be questioned. They must be children of light. And to this effect, we'll be answering certain common questions often asked by teenagers, youths, when it comes to relationships or love per se. And joining me in this journey, I have Olaito Onuayemisi and Mofin Folua Aladesu. I'm actually not adding pastor to their names because you know if I ask if I add pastors to their names they can beat me. So I'll give you a small rundown of what I know about the both of them. Yes, yeah, so and let me give you this fun fact. I actually met the both of them during the lockdown. Both of them, I met them during the lockdown. Like, we became friends without meeting physically. It was divine, actually. Now, how I met YMC was I was actually trying to message another YMC, <laughs> but that one's name was not popping up. Her name was not popping up. Her name was not popping up. So, we I just messaged her and I told her, I was like, okay, I just asked her, like, are you carrying? She said, no, that she's not carrying, that she's all light on YMC. And you know, from there, we just clicked. And even the other person that I wanted to talk to, eventually, I got so carried away with our friendship and I just totally fall got now pastor yemisi yes i said it pastor yemisi <laughs> is the vice president and sisters coordinator of the redeem christian fellowship unilag <laughs> yes yes she's our mommy in the fellowship you know she has this i'm sure she's tired of most of us in the fellowship yeah so basically that's how i met her and now for 
the um the almighty pastor mofi folua aladesi yes i said earlier that i met him during the lockdown i met him during the lockdown we became friends he actually he warmed up to me yeah we became friends and you guessed it yes pastor fee is the president the president of the whole Reading Christian Fellowship in Ilaga and is also the assistant HOD of PSF performance and his other things that I don't know is coding it for all of us because it's a humble it's a humble man so thank you so much for joining us thank you so much for joining us God bless you God bless you God bless you God bless you thank you so much now so we can get to it because of time we'll be answering questions we'll just be answering questions and discussing questions that you know youth have in their hearts you know a lot of them don't say these things because they're like they feel like people will judge them they feel like okay nobody has answers to my questions yeah so the first question is what exactly do you call love so pass off me like it's <laughs> yes what exactly do we call love okay um I don't want to go. Okay, there's a popular definition of love that says, you know, it's a feeling of affection towards someone or something, blah blah blah. You know, but um, you know, I saw something there, and someone said love is a verb. So love is actually an action word. So everything about love has to do with you actually doing something. So I believe love is a choice. Love is um, the total of what you do in in a response to something that you. Okay, so are there are there scriptures like about this? Okay, yes. So, okay, very common one. For instance, so what you want to say in John three sixteen, Bible says, "For God so loved that He gave." Right. So we see love following an action, okay. and it was actually the action that defined the love, not any mm. other thing. So anything that would define love is actually an action, not just a feeling. So it's more Perhaps than. A lot of us nowadays we say, I, "We say I love you," like. At the, yeah, just, just at the tip of our tongue. Exactly, just up <laughs> to the mouth. And even God says that it, it, it goes beyond our lips, you know, so it mm-hmm. goes to the heart. So. Pastor, yeah, this is the Alright, so um, love, you know, like we have so many meanings to um, what we get to love. And truly, um, what the Bible says about love is what I would go um, by because, of course, I'm a child of God. Mm, so, glory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, like, what I can, what I know is that love is uh, is is not selfish. It's not self-centered. Like, it's it's patience. Even according to the scripture, First Corinthians chapter thirteen. You know, if you start from verse four, you see um, the description. Like, it's kind. It does not think of its own. It's like it it it's, it has to do with sacrifice. You get. Like okay, I claim to love you, but then can I really can I like show to, to the extent that I love you? Mm. Can I really like just like God did? You know, He had to give His own His only begotten Son because He loved us. So it goes beyond words of mouth. Like it goes beyond just saying I love you, and then we can't really say for yeah. sure that you really love this person. So I know love. many of us do not even understand this love now. Yeah. No, let's say there is somebody listening to this now, and the person has this idea in his head that they said love is to show now yeah. <laughs> if you know if you don't bring anything to the table you are not showing me that you love me by <laughs> buying me things you are not showing me that you love me by you know taking me out yeah. you are not showing me yeah because really in a way now our generation has that perspective in mind it's why we Permit me to digress a bit. It's why we have the whole ritualism of a thing up and down. They they believe that material things is what shows that yes, you love somebody. So do you say yes to that or no? And anyone you pick, why? Okay, I'll say no. I'll say no to that. And why? Because okay, so just like I was saying, um, God's um, kind of love. Okay, yes. God didn't like expect a man to first do something before mm. he, you know, before he give out his own love. Mm. So you don't have to expect. Like even scripture says that um, there's this particular verse that talks about you know giving. It doesn't like 
receiving doesn't really matter but giving mm. do you get you don't really have to expect someone to give you something before you do that okay mm. like i'm talking um from the person receiving the love you don't really need to like okay i'm expecting this person to give me something and then for me to do that but then it can come from you not like just come naturally do you get not expecting something before you show that love do you get just like god did he didn't like man he didn't expect man to first bring sacrifice to him before he shows his love so that's um, what i would say concerning that okay thank you very much because of time jump to our next question Okay, how does our, our identity in Christ affect who we love? Our identity in Christ as Christians, how does it affect who we love? Okay, okay, yes. It's very important, like, you know, you yourself doing... You can share experiences, so, so that okay. it can be practical. Oh, okay. So that, you know, they can understand what we are talking about. Alright, okay, so yeah. Identity matters a lot. Okay, so you you okay you a child of God, you you person of light, and then you want to you want to like say okay you love this person. Identity really matters a lot because if you say you want to go into a relationship with someone, a guy, and then you 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 can't you know you can't even say it um, before your father that okay like you can't boast about this person because you know that this person is not of the same um, um like it's not from the same family that you are from. It's not a child of God. It's not a person of light. And then even you to come boldly to tell to tell people around you, it will be like a thing of shame mm. because you know that yes, this person is not the kind of person that should be seen around you. So of course, okay, yeah, like you said, that she's shape that we can share experience. So yes, definitely. Um, there was a time, uh, okay, I was actually dating someone. And then fine, he claims to be a Christian. Okay, yes, he's a Christian, like. But then there were times that whenever I say, okay, yeah, I'm doing this thing at the moment, like he's always like kind of making complaint, like it's getting too much. And then this is like something that I say I want to go ahead with. Like, of course, saying all these kind of red lights from now, it's kind of, it's kind of like a turn off, like you need to like turn off. Yes, seriously. Am I am, am I ready for this? Mm. Do you get even after now? Am I ready for this? So I, I know Amos three verse three can two work together except they agree. And the thing is, there are, there are a lot of things affecting our generation, and there are things that even the Holy Spirit like just took time to like just reveal. For example, we have Christian sisters that have this idea of ah, me i cannot date a christian brother i just want a fine guy i just want someone you know there's just this notion about it forgetting that okay we have an identity and this is what the bible says and you know the sad thing about this is that they are comfortable with it they are comfortable with that type of relationship a relationship that will question your faith in God, now make people say, okay, is this person really a Christian? And it's why we have a lot of broken homes because some it's even it's not even common with the guys. It's common with the ladies. I can change him. He will change. Yeah. He will give his life to Christ. He will be going to church. Exactly. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit assistance. There are plenty. Yeah. So I guess we've been able to trash that question out. Yeah. So to Pastor Finn. Can God say yes concerning a person and then say no afterwards? This is a deep question. Yeah, you explain. <laughs> yeah, you inquired. Um, you inquired about a person. Okay. Yeah, okay. Dear oh, Lord. Yes. And yes, and God is saying, well, said God said yes, okay. and all of a sudden, God is saying, can that happen? Hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, with this thing, sometimes, uh, let me let me be let me you because it's one thing to say God said, another thing for God to actually have said. Mm. So if someone ever is in that situation, I always I would love to know how the person knows that God said yes, and how the person now knows that what God said no about the same person. Yes. Okay. So, but you know, we can't. I have to generalize. But of course, God can change his mind concerning someone. Um, we saw that in Eli's story. Mm. God had said, I'm going to, I promise that your, 
your family this but now i am saying this right so and another thing about relationship is because you are dealing with human beings who have feelings who have emotions who have their own will and so if for instance god told me that i'm going to get married to sister you know sister Bimi, yes let me just bring me <laughs> so god says i'm going to get married to sister Bimi, and along the line sister Bimi is going out of um god's let me say god's plan right mm. and we are two are meant to work for two to work together are meant to agree agree do you yes. understand so now baby is going outside of god's will and both of us are meant to be in that ship as a relationship right now god knows that both of us are no longer in agreement god obviously would say okay since this lady is not going in my way again then you have to pull away from your relationship that's an example of how the tide can turn do you understand? So that's just a, a, a situation. I don't know if it really answers that question, but yeah, if you are going outside, if someone's going outside of God's will, of course God cares about both of you, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't want to unequally yoke both of you together, mm-hmm. right? So I believe it's very possible in that context mm-hmm. for God. I mean, for okay. And another thing might be that even you as a person, it's possible that you didn't hear. God exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that, can even share my own experience. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's 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 something else. Yeah. So sometimes I'm not patient not to really to be very clear. There's something my mentor used to say, you know, a lot of people will say I had peace. So God was ah. peace. and and there's something she used to say that she used to say the person you love will give you peace, peace. now. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and you know about this peace thing, you know Jonah had Jonah seemingly had peace. Jonah was going against God's will. <laughs> the boat was sick, he was sleeping. The same way Jesus was sleeping, you know. But you have to question that kind of peace. You know, sometimes you have gone so much away from God's will that nothing is even touching you. Exactly. So yeah, you have to be careful. Hmm. So the next question is how should believers handle romantic relationships? As they use. How should believers handle romantic relationships we are humans yes you know many times we feel like doing what people in the world are doing yes so are there ways that we can handle our relationships you know to the glory of god okay all right so regarding that um we are in this world but we are not of this world Mm -hmm. even um james 4 verse 4 says you know when you are like paraphrasing now, friendship with the world is an enmity with God. Mm. Okay, so you want to do what the world they are doing, mm. and then you want to still satisfy your maker. Mm. It does, it's not done. Kabash it's today, either it's either tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> like it's either you, you know, stay with, stay with. You know the right. Funny enough, we know the right thing. Mm. We know that these things. Okay, I think. Okay, the reason why I would say okay, yes, you should not definitely. You should not because. You might say, okay, you want to start little, and then it starts aggravating, you know, from another step, and then you just find yourself into it, and then you find your, you find it very difficult to come out of it. So why not wait? Like people that say, eh, kissing is not, eh, kissing is not a sin in the Bible. Now. Even Judas is kiss Jesus. So the thing is, it's not a sin, right? Yes. But the Bible says that we should. Um, how did he put it? Free all appearance of, of evil. evil and give no room for the flesh. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? So there are many, even when you are fasting, there are times when um, you are breaking room. Yeah, like you've, you've actually fasted, you prayed and everything, but you are giving room for the flesh in that you are eating. You are eating more than you are supposed to eat. Do you understand? So there's a way when you give room, the flesh has a way of just escalating things mm. so that's why you always have to put your body under mm. like Paul said so when you start you know, there's a way Pastor Daniel all of this is this is from Lucre to Kisri <laughs> it just goes on and once you open that door trust me mm. you won't be able to hold it back and another, I, 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 I think that I should have, you know, the Bible says that if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So if the foundation of relationship is not even on Christ, mm-hmm. if it was not subjected to yeah. God in the first place, that boat, that house, yes. whatever you are building, so is going to crash. Because really, this our flesh. <laughs> like, if not for the help of the Holy Spirit, because even sometimes you are not even in the relationship, 
sometimes some scary thoughts let me put it like that mm. they cross your mind scary and the blood of jesus but some, people, <laughs> some people will be like let me just look at you that uh, why did you say blood of jesus they cannot understand yeah so we really need to subject everything that we do to god's hands yeah so there was a controversy on the internet i'm not going to mention the the um, man of God or the woman of God that actually said the um, the um, statement was God does not choose for you God chooses with you yes yeah, so which leads me to my next question <laughs> why must I allow God choose who I marry why why and is it possible is it is that statement correct um, God does not choose for you. God chooses with you. I mean, there are many debates in this life. You have to search details. Exactly. <laughs> like, what do you mean by God doesn't choose? But let, let me come from the question, your main question about is it. Why must I allow God choose who I marry? You know, the, the, thing, the thing we sometimes get wrong with this marriage is that we think it's, it's going to happen differently from every area of Mm-hmm. Why must God choose where I work? Why must God choose um, the place I stay? Why must God choose the names of my children? Why must God choose anything for me? It's the same thing. It's not going to be different from marriage, right? So, Bible says that in all your ways acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. You know, trust not in your own understanding, right? So, if I know a God who knows tomorrow, it's only wisdom for me to inquire of Him and to ask, okay, God, what should I do? What steps should I take? And I believe as a child of God, there should always be a dependence, you know, because that's even the proof of your maturity. The more dependent you are on God, it's actually a proof that you're mature. So, it's only wise for me to know that, oh, this is life. Marriage is purpose. Like, marriage has has to do with you fulfilling your purpose. So, if God knows the thoughts he has for you as a person, thoughts of peace and not of evil, he knows the plans. You trust him for your own plan, for, for the plan of your life. Why can't you trust him for marriage? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's also in that plan. No, you know, because some people, uh, there's this idea that what? you can never like God's will for your life. Some of those things inform from different things inform. You know, because, you know, we humans, we are moved by what we see. And God is moved by what it is. So we feel like. If both of them cannot say uh, what uh, how would God say this uncle that is cleaning in the church but, but, with my husband? But it doesn't help. I'm sure I'm sure it's that man that is English. When he's saying P is so you know, and God says Jesus says something, he said, um, why would you ask for bread and your and your father will give you stone? Why would you ask for fish and give you his cup or something? You know that if God has given you his only begotten son, Jesus, how much more will he give you the Holy Spirit? Meaning there's no gift, there's nothing we ask for. God knows what we need. Mm. So if someone is giving me what I need, shouldn't I even be grateful? There are sometimes you think you want this what you need, but you don't. So all I'm just saying is just trust. God is not wicked. He will not if you want fine gear, he'll give you five bills. All these children are perfectly <laughs> wonderful. So what we and want to do that. We even have um we have a lot of examples. Yeah, thank you. We have a lot of, of examples. Yeah, yeah. There's something there's something I held on to that a mentor of mine said. Um, he said that you as a lady, I was listening to one of his messages. He said you as a lady, you're asking God, give me this one, give me that one. When he presents the raw material to you, can you recognize it? Mm. That was deep. Because most times, whoever God has planned for our lives, God is a God of process. God does not just, God does not, even as, even us believers, God does not work with finished products. Mm-hmm. It's why you have to come naked and unashamed. You, you have to start from scratch. Yeah, so most times, whoever God is giving us might just be at the, like, very little starting point of his life. And, you know, that marriage is what is supposed to, like, yeah, make that person start fulfilling purpose. Yeah, some people even find purpose before they get married. Yeah. But then marriage is key yeah. in fulfilling purpose because even after you found your purpose, if you marry the wrong person, you can, you can crash. You can deviate from it. And look at Solomon after everything that had gone before him about him staying in God and everything. He went to go and marry and 
the same guy that built the temple. <laughs> ended up worshiping. He built temple for God. Do you ended up worshiping idols? Like, come on. That that just shows you that it's very important who you get married to. And the fact that he knows better than you. Even if anything goes wrong, you can you know you have access to go and hack him in the like long run. Yeah. Exactly. Do you get like I believe so, that even for all the first questions, because we've actually talked we've <laughs> we've gotten the like the first segment of questions, like we've trashed everything. And from everything, everything I believe that everything boils down to you as a believer how tight is your relationship with god like that's the starting point before you say you want a man that is unstable (laughs) (laughs) is your relationship with god yeah so we're going to the second second these questions are i like the fact that these questions are sort of practical and yes to catch you guys up god i have a surprise question Mm. (laughs) yes i have a surprise question okay so we've already talked about kissing in a relationship that right or wrong we've been able to trash that and yes the second one what are the common red flags to look out for before entering a relationship or when you are in the relationship that's for those people even christians there are certain red flags because humans are not perfect or even the ones that they are in the relationship already they now became born again do you understand that's when god will now open your lenses begin to see so what are the common red flags to look out for before entering a relationship and how can you handle those things? It's very possible for me, ladies first. Okay. Alright, so red flags. Yeah. Okay, what are like the things that you are seeing? Even when when like maybe when you are not there, what are the things he's doing? Like trying to observe him, even from afar. Okay, I'm speaking as a lady right now. A guy, okay, he's on to, you know, go ahead with this guy. And then, what even from the point of him asking you, like, asking, what okay. are the red flags? Like, you've not even, okay, no, you haven't even gotten to, you want to go ahead. Oh, okay. Like, mm-hmm. the guy has come. What are the red flags? Because I believe that as Christians, as spiritual antenna, should be like this. There are certain things you should be catching, okay. even from the person meeting us the first time. Like, what okay. are the red flags? Even when the person has asked you and you have said you pray about it, red flags. There are a lot of red flags in that area. Yes, and okay, what if that guy passes all that? And even in the relationship, what are the red flags? Okay, all right. So for me. The red flags I look out for is okay. How how the guy? How is he being composed? Like whenever he's around me, is he always that okay? Whenever we are both together, that is always okay. Wanting to do good, you know, now be the um, in plain terms, all these guys present his good side. Whereas his other way around, like another thing outside that. So like when I look out for that, like such things, of course, I begin to know that ah. This guy is not being straight. Uh, he's not being straight. Like he's not being truthful with the way, the kind of the, the kind of person he is. Like naturally, okay. So I look out for that. And how how does he communicate with me? Like okay, maybe there, when, when uh, there are times that we have to like make some discussions. And how is he um, able to present uh, his own opinion? How is he able to see things? Does he see it based on his own perspective and not even trying to listen to my own past? Do you get like how is he? Is he is he a kind of dominating person that okay mm. whatever I say then then we follow it? Please, mm-hmm. that's that's a check for me. Like so okay yeah. So another one is um. Okay, yes, on the aspect of okay, yes, being trustworthy, like honesty. If a guy is not being honest, trust me, because I'm just I I value that a lot. If you if you are not being truthful with him, okay, this was where you were yesterday. Let me know. Not that you were here and then you're trying to kind of you know play around with me and no, those are like the red flags I look out for, like from the start. So with that, those are the things I look out for. Pastor Okay, so <laughs> you know, it varies. I mean, it's quite relative, but there are some general, I mean, as a believer, some general things. And like I said before, any any relationship you are into should gravitate towards God's plan for you in some way. 
So number one red flag is if both of you are going opposite directions. Like, mm-hmm. um, let's say you are called to be the worship minister, right? Mm-hmm. And the person you are looking out does not worship. How <laughs> you? How do you go? You know, something like that. I mean, so number one, at least you should have, you should both of you should gravitate towards something. Mm-hmm. I mean, there should be an interest that both of you have, mm-hmm. so that when you are fulfilling purpose, he will not be the one putting you back. Mm-hmm. He will be someone that will be cheering you on or you cheering you on. You know? So, number one, depending on how you're looking, but if you're not going in the same direction as you guys purpose, I think that's number one. Not in priority, but of course, it's one red flag. Then is it is the person teachable? Is the person humble? Mm-hmm. Because across board, you need someone who can listen to you as a lady or as, yeah, and someone that will also that even for the lady too, you know, someone that will listen to you because in marriage, you know, that you have to compromise sometimes. So if the person doesn't respect you, your intellect, your spiritual growth or whatever, the person is not willing to even hear you, you know, you know, there's sometimes you suggest some things. Every time you suggest, does he ever like go with your suggestions or does she go with your suggestions or she just feels you don't measure up to me. So that's one red flag, another red flag. Yeah, of course, fear of God. No, no, people always say this way. People say this fear of God thing, but fear of God. Yeah, so what does fear of God mean? Because it should really determine everything you do as a person. Meaning, you reverence God and you reverence because you reverence God, you respect people, you love people. And so yeah, fear of God. And then also, what what do people have to say about this person? People that have lived with him, people that have stayed with him. Important mm-hmm. man, because Bible says that let your light shine, that people may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven, right? So, I mean, our lives, yes, God is the one that is going to judge, but trust me, what people say matters. What people say matters, and is a pointer. If everybody that has lived with this guy is saying, oh boy, you're saying no, you know, it's a lie. You know, you have to put all these things in consideration. So, red flags, I mean, is you know some of the things I just mentioned. There are so many that we can talk about, but I think you know for me these are some things that actually really matter. It's person teachable, it's person you know, you know, it's person honest and mm. stuff like that. And you know, <clears throat> some people's misconceptions about red flags is uh, can he okay? Yeah. Let me no, not even take care of it. Like, it's even a spiritual aspect. Oh, I remember yeah. when uh, Mama Tolu was sharing. Um, after she said yes to Jim yeah, Mike and yeah. you know she started seeing that you know she she made a submission like she grew up where these brothers they cabbage their yeah, life yeah, they and pray this yeah, yeah, and this person is this person's life is simple yeah, yeah. yeah so some people judge by stuff yes like that. that ah if it's not if yeah. it's not laying hands if it's not that's like I said it's really t- you know, it depends on where you are coming from yeah. what you've seen. That's if it's not laying hands, if it's not, you know, if it's not speaking in tongues and every way, that is not my man. Mm. He's not the man for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like someone that just to just to make this funny a bit. Someone that um posted God, please give me my own Lawrence oil. <laughs> I'm like, you yourself. <laughs> Have you checked your life? Can you handle that kind of fire? Actually, so before that, like before you even start thinking of being paired up with someone, you should know who you are first. You should find yourself in God because if not, you I don't know. Some people even have like so they begin to develop low self esteem in a relationship. Yes, yes, he's praying eight hours. He's praying, and that one is not even encouraging you. Exactly, that one is making you feel bad. He's not even helping you. Okay, fine. Even if God has said this is your person, but ah, uh-uh, he's praying eight hours. You, you know, God is supposed to hold your hand up like this and help you. Okay, this is how I started. I didn't just start praying eight hours. Encourage you. <laughs> like you look at me and say. <laughs> you need to start praying seriously, yo. <laughs> So the next question is practical. I just got born again, but I'm currently in a relationship. That was she was in a relationship before she came born again. But um I said yes, I started dating when I was an unbeliever. But now that I am born again, do I end relationship or do I continue hoping my partner will also change and become born again? Now this is someone coming from 
um, I believe this is someone coming from her. She, that relationship is no good for her mm. as a believer. So she's asking that, do I end the relationship or do I continue hoping my partner will also change and become born again? Because we've seen instances where you are coming to, you are telling the guy that I'm born again, I'm not interested. And he's making you feel like your reason for saying you're not interested in relationship is not valid. Yeah. Now say, let me share my experience. Okay. <laughs> so I... <clears throat> Thank God for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. There was someone I dated. Yeah, so I already, though I was an unbeliever, he broke up. But when I became, when I was born, he came by to the glory of God. He came back. And, you know, I was still a very Christian. I was great. So there was no wisdom. Then he was like trying to tell me that, that me, I should not call him his friend. Is that how we go back to? Moving where yeah. or and I made a statement. I said, How can light fellowship with darkness? Mm. And the next thing he told me was that so me I'm darkness. Mm. <laughs> I'm 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 child of devil. Mm. So today he still refers to that statement that, that I made that me I said is there's a way he says it that yeah, so me I'm darkness mm-hmm. like this. I'm not a child of God, even when I go to church and all that. So how can this person I believe this person wants to get out of the relationship? Because for her to say and uh, do I continue hoping my partner will change and become born again, I feel like that's just torture. Mm-hmm. And that's just torture. So how can what advice can we give to this person? Uh, <laughs> Pastor Finn. Pastor, yeah, is he looking at me? <laughs> Pastor Finn, let's start with ah, sister. Yeah. It's, um, so, you go born again, and that means definitely the person is not a Christian or is not, not going yes. God's way in any way. So, I mean, the question you have to ask yourself is are you, are you really willing to go with someone who is going in the opposite direction? I said God has a plan for everyone. And you you both of you cannot relate on the same level. It's going to be struggle, trust me. Because you are growing, you want to grow in Christ, and there's someone who is not even on the picture at all. He doesn't even understand the level of dedication or commitment to God, right? So, you know, and you are not married yet. If you were married, that would have been a different case. So right now I believe even me telling you to pray, I don't think there's just there's some things that are really clear. Yeah. So if you are finding it difficult, I believe you should really ask God to help you because you would need to pull out. Of course, not doing it from a place of looking down on him. Yes, like I did. Yeah, not looking <laughs> down on him or making it look like oh you are now a better person now. So I believe with love, you know, yeah. like we said, God's I mean identity as Christians makes us love everybody. Mm. Right, the same way God loved us while we are sinners, so it's the same love you approach this situation. Let Him know that um, you know the relationship now gone because now we we don't really see things eye to eye. We have different interests, and mm. if we're going to end up somewhere productive, then we both have to actually part ways. Let's be with people who we can think alike. Right, so that is always going to be. Because you have to move with someone. Even sometimes like we are both Christians, but we are not just on the same. Mm. You're not the same level. You're not. Other things in spirit. I'm going to get there. There's a question. <laughs> so, yeah, so to me, I just believe the answer is quite clear. I mean, I believe you know what to do, but it's just maybe pulling out or doing it with wisdom. So God is one that gives wisdom, and I, I believe that it's wisdom. Yeah. So Pastor, yeah, Mister Pastor, he has spoken as a man. Okay. Mm. You know. As a man. All right. Okay. So yes, um, at that very point, because you are even just starting to you know stand your ground. Yes, and you know that we ladies, we are emotional. Exactly. We are not like guys are very very. Uh, they are factual with things. Yes. See the way he's just said it now. Okay. If right. he's going to clear somebody. All right, okay, yes, you just have to, you know, communicate with him in love, like, let him understand the reason why. Okay, yes, so fine. 
not like they didn't uh, love each other then like what they love like chickens not like they were in good terms before but now that um, and the fact that they were even in good terms it might not even be easy easy for her this is somebody that she supposedly loves exactly yeah exactly no you know trying now to you know like put remove herself from that because of course it's very obvious that the relationship is not what she should continue with at that mm. point even at that point so she just needs to let the guy know that guy I can't continue with this thing, you know, like the fact that I'm now a new person and not, like he said, not you try to like um, say it in order to make him feel bad. No, there's a way you talk to him and then he's able to understand and, you know, with the help of God and you also pray to God, that's very important to ask God on how to go about it. Mm. You know, there are some times that you feel like, okay, this is the best way to let this guy know. And then the way the guy will be able to um, understand or be, the way he's going to read it might be very very bad to him. So you don't even like make another another problem. She gets through that. Just ask for wisdom, and then mm. wisdom is important. Hallelujah. Yeah, we are almost getting to the end. Of this. So we have three. Sorry, three questions. I want. Surprise question. Like I said, in <laughs> okay. So the next one is how do I balance time with God and time with my partner? Mm. <laughs> Sophie, what's that sound? <laughs> how do I balance time with God and time with my partner? Very important. Very, very important. Okay, so how do I balance time with God and time with my partner? Okay, so the fact that I know that. God is over everything. So, and then before you even met the partner, God has been there with you. Mm. So you wrap with him, you you continue that way. You cannot say because there is a new man in your life, and then you now put God aside. Trust me, if you do that, God also will put you aside. <laughs> because to be sincere, you just have to, you know, try to just make it not be like, okay, God is now, you are now giving God little time. You have used him. You have taken and they are not giving more attention to the guy because no, so that's not uh, the kind of God, love God wants us to, you yeah. know, as Christians to um, exhibit here and there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, she has, she has said, and I think when you are going to a relationship, in fact, you should even tell yourself and your partner that, look, there's someone I love more than you, and that's Jesus. If you are going to go to a relationship with someone that loves you more than God, Red flag, me, you know, just mm, pull, mm, pull out because mm, you know. Sam, can you repeat what you just said? That's that. Yes, sir. You can't, you can't, you can't go to someone that loves you more than the person loves God because they'll get to a point where you will need God. To, you need God to give you wisdom to handle the situation. You need God to show you the way out because even in dealing with your partner, you still need God. You need you need the Holy Spirit to tell you oh. Don't say this. Oh, say this. Send this message to her. Say it this way. Because really, the same way he guides your life with every other person. Mm. The same way he guides you with this. And sometimes when I think of marriage, it's just, it's not weird, but it's just funny. Because you have two different people, different backgrounds. And you are going to live together. Like, yes. I'm just finding the first day you guys come together. It's going to be weird. Like, All these people, like, they are not telling us the real thing. I'm sure there will be, be a lot of adjusting. You've been on your own all your life. Only you on your bed. Only you on, and someone is sharing bed. You don't like somebody is telling you to make beans. <laughs> so there are so many things, and you know different temperaments, and you just need the Holy Spirit to help. So the same way Paul said, and go flesh Galatians. How can you start in the spirit and in the flesh? Mm. How can you start, you know, with God as? You're all that matters. Mm. Then when mm. somebody comes, Christina <laughs> takes the place of your all that matters. <laughs> so please let God remain the head. And not the tail. Please. <laughs> please please let God remain the because yeah. he is one that will see you through to the end. Even in your relationship. There has to be a place where it's just me and you, me and you God. Mm. And your partner will respect that. So, mm. so both of you have to have to understand, not just you. So yeah, that's another thing you should look out for. That. Does this person have this same mindset I have that oh she must love God more than me and I must love God more than her? So try to balance the equation. Mm. 
Yeah, so our next question. Is there a specific age to enter into a relationship? Alright, specific age. Well, um, to me, I will say, um, are you mentally um, like ready for it? Because, you know, there are, there are situations where you see someone of the age of maybe 25, 26, like that. And then they have the mentality of a 15-year-old child. Mm. So it's just it's just has to do with like, like, are you mentally ready for this? You might be in school, fine, yes. And then you know that, okay, yes, it's like, right, of course, God has shown you the person. God has given you a go ahead, not like you are you are going after God. Like mm. that God has not said move. Mm. So it just has to do with you know like you being ready for it. So it doesn't have to do with age to me. I don't think age really matters. Well, like she said, it's I think about relation. Of course, this kind of relation you are talking about maturity. Our maturity is not age. Of course, of course, you because of course there's a certain age because no no no, no, no. I'm I'm saying this because we have fourteen years old years fifteen years so that's what I'm going to that's what I'm going to no matter see even because what I'm trying to say is we have the relation we are talking about we're not talking about play here we're not talking about for cruise just for fun don't have something that has purpose direction and leading to marriage right so definitely. They'll have to be, um, you have to be mature for this. You have to be, um, people don't understand what marriage is. That's why sometimes you can be asking for the question because you have to be mature emotionally and mentally to deal with another person, another human being, right? You yourself, you, pardon, you have problem. You now bring someone else to with the person's baggage. You need wisdom, you need some level of good, right? Now you're going to be happy to deal with finances. Mm. Do you even understand to do your finance? Do you even have money? Do you, <laughs> do you have to take care of yourself Seriously. and someone else? You know, so there are so many aspects. So if you actually sit down and think about it, you know that, okay, let's not forget age. Actually, I have to be mature. And of course, there's the wisdom that comes with growing up and experiencing things. And yes, so to cut Pastor Finney short a bit, this is for people that on Valentine's Day, they are running up and out to look for money to buy things. Right. If it's not your money, don't use it to buy things. Very important. You will not be in debt or something. With your breakfast at the end of the day. Ah, that's the It's not wisdom. It's not wisdom. So, whatever you are going into, just be serious because. There are so many things you see on social media and I'm just wondering like Yeah, priorities have even been misplaced because now as regards this age thing, we hear statements like she started when she was twenty one. She met her husband when she was nineteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, she um she met her husband when she and you know, people now it's not like there's a template as to which how God deals with everybody. Yeah. No, no, that God deals with us differently. differently. Exactly. Like uh, some people marry thirty and we just even heard the story of um Kemi Adit, but she just got yeah. engaged yeah. in her forties. In her forties, right? So is it and like I said, everything is about purpose. Mm. Everything is about purpose. The same way Jesus, his own ministry started after thirty. Some people, Timothy was, I'm sure he was younger than 30 before he was already being called a man of God. So, mm. You understand? So, there, there was something, there was something, let me just in my spirit now. This is something I never thought that I would have, I've never thought of. No, no. <laughs> so, talking about this. Yeah, so you know that God made Eve for Adam. We do not know, obviously, man was how old <laughs> at that time when he created. And you know, as regards this being um, mature yeah. emotionally and mentally, yeah. when Eve made a mistake, God asked Adam, "What happened?" Immediately, he, he eh? It's not me. It's the wife again. He directed it mm. to Eve, and you know, we can actually call that immaturity too. Mm. It wasn't mature. Mm. If you look at it from the con- um, from the aspect of marriage mm. and, and taking yes, responsible, being responsible. And be responsible. Mm. Yeah. Can you be responsible for your partner's, you know, um, what do they call it, um, 
speak what's that word yes yes like yes can you can you can you defend that person and then still correct that yes. person you know can you do that or you just want to be in i love you everything that thing is actually very it's gonna <laughs> <to> deliver us <laughs> so many wrong pictures that we've been looking at yeah so and finally 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 our last question what if you are born again and you are dating a church goer <laughs> But not somebody that is not born again. No. Just, just this one, you, you are, you have Zoe mm-hmm. inside of you. <laughs> you have the life of God. You, you commune with the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. But this one is you born again. No, yes, I received Jesus. But Koniso will. He does not have Zoe at all. Now he doesn't understand what you mean by I'm speaking in tongues. He can even tap you and say. Ah. What are you saying now? Yeah, so how do you treat something like that? Because, yes, you know, there's this thing going on now that a lot of people say it's even in the church that the breakfast is plenty. I mean, we use that word because now Christian brothers, God help us, like it's in church, Christian brothers and sisters. I don't want to sound biased or anything. And this is because people now come into the church to look for. Husband yes, husband material, wife material. After wasting their lives, mm-hmm. they come and be like, okay, yeah, it's people that disbanding other people and still want to marry no, eventually. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. So those type of people, they are churchgoers. They attend church. They will quote scripture for you. I think they are even they are one of the hardest people to convert. Mm-hmm. And like someone that does not know Christ at all. But no church. But no church. <laughs> the person will tell you back in those days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did I tell you what I you quote this one give back to back? Back to back. So, yeah, so how do you treat something like that? Pass off in. <laughs> okay, um, I think we've we've talked about something like this before. Um the thing is when like you yourself, are you going to be because the reason why you are growing is because you know Maybe the consequence of not growing in Christ. Right? So it's important to you that you grow. So now for me question, it looks like this person is just a church boy. It doesn't okay, he says he's born again too, right? Yes. But he's, he's not just on that same level. And yeah, you know some people are like let so me just ordinary like, Yeah, let me just be like there's no stress. I'll shine no good self fire. I'll shine no good self fire. Now that is a dangerous place to be. Like I was saying, that is dangerous to, for anybody. Not even talking about whether marriage or anything, because the way the world is now, the way the world will end up being, even the Bible says that even the very elect, if God has not shot in those days, don't have to see. So it means that when we Christian now, it should be our priority to grow and to be in a place where we are, we are we've passed um, sitting down on church bench and just going to church because. You understand the gravity of what God has given us as assignment. So, coming to purpose now, back to this thing of purpose, you really have to know that God has put you here to to bring heaven down on earth, right? And that's what informs whatever you do. So, if someone is just looking at himself like, oh, at least I will just go to heaven. The person really is not thinking about God's agenda because God is not looking for people that when you give your life to Christ, obviously your name was already written in the book of life, but God still has a purpose for you. Mm-hmm. So that means the person is not even thinking about kingdom yes. and kingdom coming down on earth. This is the very thing that Jesus said we should pray about. So for me, that's even an issue. The person really needs to come into that light because if not, you will struggle. Trust me, you will struggle. So I don't know what to say, but I'll tell you what I to say. What I have to say is this. Um, two cannot work together except they be agreed and if you're even going to pray together both of you have to agree as touching the pin for it to be established. so if you are praying oh god give me this mountain and you get it say oh god give me this car and both of you they are praying i know you better not mountain. What, which mountain are we talking about you know marriage is just going to be difficult and that's when you know if you are still thinking oh can this person change or something, it's, it's better um, 
you know, if you go ahead plan, I believe God has good plans for us. God will surely link you up with someone that He has prepared, you know, for the work that He's committed to your hands to. So that both of you can work together. So, to me, um, if person just a church goer, just being a plain Christian, me, I cannot marry you. Okay, I'm talking about myself. Me, I cannot marry you, except. God said, "This person, this person is your wife, right?" And I'm sure God has a plan. God will not put you in a situation that will bring you down, mm. right? So even if God tells me this person is my wife, it means that okay, probably there's a program for that person's growth. Mm. It doesn't mean we have to get married now, mm. but it means that oh, probably okay, there's going to be a process, and I will see this person grow, you know, to a certain point. But not that I'll now enter the marriage and then things are not going to be fine. Okay, Pastor Alright, so yeah. Because um the reason why um we are we are here on earth is to fulfill purpose. There's a reason God has created us and then two different individuals coming together. We all have purpose, but then we are coming together to what to fulfill this purpose. And then the purpose still boils down to okay, yes, the kingdom of God, of course. You can even be a career person and then you're fulfilling purpose there. Yeah, yeah. Yes, like and if this person does not even understand, it will definitely drag you down. And like you said, you go back to God. God, how, how do you want me to go like go on with this person? And it's definitely going to put you through. Then it has, it has to do with you. Do you want to listen? Do you want to go ahead? Do you want to like leave what God is saying and then you see the repercussion of it? So don't Okay, so I have a different question for the both of you. You're not answering one joint question now. Yeah, so my first question, Pastor Fee. So we all okay. I didn't I didn't add this to Pastor Fee's portfolio. Pastor Finn is a pastor son. Uh, <laughs> so I have a question. Pastor Finn, yes. Why do pastor's children marry pastor children? <laughs> why, is, why is that the trend now? Really? Or is it that is a trend? Or, okay. Well, I don't know for them. Because, you know, there can be some of us now. Now, not pastor children. And it's looking like the good men. Like, I think Pastor Lincoln said something that in PSL, you find you find a wife and you want to marry each other. So, is it, can you say, I know that you are not the judge of that, you are not the judge of that, but can you say that, okay? It is intentional. It can be. Can it be intentional at the same time? Can it be purposeful? There are two different. Hmm. Well, I can't. I don't know. But I think it's just about. You know, it's just. I think it's just about basically when you've been around a set of people for a very long time, mm-hmm. or you know, speaking from my own point of view. Right, being a seed, right, and thank God for our seeds, we have pastor seeds family. So, meaning, most if I most of the people that will be your friends, like closely, for a number of people, they will be in that category of pastor seeds. Mm. And when it comes to marriage, most times it's not like you're now going to, you know, but I said maybe God instructs you that okay, go to US to the land, I will show you. I'll show your wife then most most times with people around you mm-hmm. that you probably fellowship with your friends that you know you know and you know it's not like god has one person for one person well in the bible i think abraham, abraham has yes. sent this mm-hmm. now 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 <laughs> now let's go to that he sent to his family mm-hmm. right he still was someone that he would call a family mm-hmm. it still was in fact in fact the instruction god gave them was do not marry outside of your basically your clan or whatever so if you're able to use that one it's like being a pastor child in a clan so I'm, do you understand yes but of course i'm not saying that is how it is but i'm just saying the reason why it happens most time because probably those are the people they've always, always been around with they've grown up with you know for me it's not like for me i don't have it set in my mind that oh i'm going to my pastor's child i mean, maybe it's even more important. 
so don't, don't, my own point is don't, don't put yourself in a box. They already think yeah. that oh, it's going to be this kind of personal vibe because God's ways are higher than our own ways, right? So just be, if you are already thinking that oh, this is how it's going to be, maybe what pastor should be a married pastor should be. There's no reason to be like that. That's what I have to say. So this is to encourage you men and women. There are no pastors children. Yes, that you can still find your man. You can still find your pastor's <laughs> child. Yeah. 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 And to Pastor EMC. Now, what advice can you give to people that well they were serious unbelievers? Like, yes, I, I can't I don't think there is a, a level of Unbeliever mm-hmm. because I, but you know, in our own eye, there are levels. Yeah. yeah. So a serious unbeliever that has gone through, that has done a lot of sexual activities mm-hmm. before they became born again, and now they are in a relationship, and you know, there is whatever you have tasted before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One way or the other, yeah. it would still want to entice yes. you. Yeah. So what advice can you give to people that are? In that, they have been in that position before, and now they are in a relationship, a Christian relationship, and you know they are they are trying to they are having difficulties. You know, some of them might be going through challenges of they might might just picture their partner naked, and it's not intentional. It's because this is what has happened, and the devil is trying to you know remind them that ah you no you know be you way <laughs> yeah. So what can you what advice can you give? Alright, so the fact that um, you're a new person, you're a new creature, so you're not expected to even go back to those things you used to do. So I'll just advise that the kind of friends you move with, you move with like-minded people. People that will help you not to even go back to those ways. And also, um, you know, seeing things, when you see things, seeing, seeing things in like even pictures, on your um, social media, things that you see, you try to guide your eyes to it's very possible that okay you you say okay you're a christian and then you try you try every possible best on your own not to you know find yourself doing those things all those sexual activities that you said and then it's possible that you see what you see exactly movies and all those kind of it just to help yourself try to like remove don't even try to see because if you see it it's to bring your mind back to it and then you just find yourself to so just start from small. Okay, you begin to ruminate over it. Mm, okay, and ah, I remember how I used to be very good at this. And I guess it is not bad, like exactly, that. Exactly, it's not bad. And then from you just see yourself dragging back and all of that. Please watch, like, guide your eyes. Once you see, it matters a lot because it's it can go a very long way. That you know, and I, 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 I just hope that. You will not be able to go back to those because it's it's a bad thing. The fact that you've left something and then not go back to it. In fact, it's not even good in the in the eyes of God. Like it's better. Even scripture says that it's better that um you are not okay. You are doing something bad and then you don't know about it. But now that you know, now going back to it. Like I'm paraphrasing. Like now going back to it. It's really a, a in fact a a an height. I, and height offense before God. So just guard your eyes. The kind of move with um, godly people. You know, do not forsake the gathering of brethren. People that will help you, that will help your growth and all of that. Just help your life with them. We pray, pray, pray also. Prayer to goes a long way. God, like, you talk to God and pray to God to help you. So, with that. Remember when somebody said that you see, you see what your eyes are praying towards. This thing is it's just like any other we that we won't be about. You know, Bible says that we were drawn away by our own lusts you know, before we you know, and then the first bit that says that we should not conform to our former lusts. Mm-hmm. So it's possible to now go back to those things. So it means that we should always be renewed in our minds. That's where this prayer comes in, study of the word and because it's not easy when you've experienced some things and trust me that people in that position actually need help. Like God to help them because now they are they are more informed than probably their partner who is a virgin. So in fact sometimes they have issues when it now comes to oh uh, this person has experienced this thing has an expectation of how you should be and this person has not done it so if God is not helping you to control yourself Mm. 
you find out that oh maybe you are just unsatisfied with your partner or something so that's why people in this issue really need god to help mm-hmm. prayers and of course their mind journey and everything else hallelujah glory to god hallelujah. and with this we have come to a very long session this is the longest mm. podcast i have recorded it's important there are life issues yeah so we give glory to god thank you so much Pastor Olaiton, thank you, Pastor Finn. God bless you. Thank you for blessing lives. Thank you for blessing lives. And Holy Spirit, we thank you. Thank you. You are greater support. We thank you. Now, yes, there are there is room for more questions, actually. But um, we might be answering that later. We're answering those questions later, but you can still drop your questions. Shall we? Free. <laughs> Father, we thank you for the light of the word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you, Father, because we know that lives are blessed already. Thank you because we know that we have spoken your mind thank and we have spoken your heart. And Father, we thank you because the purpose of this podcast is going to be established Amen. to return on pursue in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we ask, pray for Pastor Finia and Pastor. Let me see that you renew their strength in the name of Jesus Christ, that every virtue that, Father, you replenish in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we ask, oh God, for their lives that they will not not fall into mistakes that they have advised us to to actually avoid in the name of Jesus. Their lives will glorify God in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for having us. Thank you.